0: Iran's heavy water reactor and levels of uranium enrichment. The two sides are to meet again in Vienna on Tuesday to try to build on an interim agreement reached late last year in Geneva by reaching a final settlement of the decade-old dispute over the Islamic Republic's atomic activities by late July. Most of Iran's 291 parliamentarians came out strongly on Sunday against putting any limits on the heavy water reactor, which remains under construction. With IRN USA Radio News, I'm Precious Watson.
2: Ladies
3: and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts.
4: How does that grab you? Well, I'll tell you right after I get violently with
3: you. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com you haven't any of it and now the host of the longest running fight show in history I was hallucinating one time and I thought he came into my hotel room window and I realized I didn't have any windows (laughs) ladies and gentlemen Pedro Fernandez thanks a lot Pedro and uh, I won't let you down
5: Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and of course the American Forces Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, defending, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title off for better than 29 years. Straight up today, two hours on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We're talking boxing and mixed martial arts. That's right, boxing and MMA. Last night, Big fights, of course, across the pond. Big fights in Puerto Rico on HBO. And, then, of course, the USC. USC 171 going down last night in Dallas, Texas. We'll talk about that in hour number two. But we've got open phone lines coast to coast. 1 eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. 878 7529. That's 1 800 878 7529. But the big story in the world of boxing this week Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather Jr., pound for pound, the welterweight king of the world, of course, and uh, the leading. Highest paid app in the world. I mean, the guy's making like $170 million a year or something like that, fighting a couple of fights. But the bottom line is he's in trouble now. Big time trouble. I mean, big time trouble. He may go to jail for mayhem or kidnapping. We'll talk about that in the next segment. Straight up, a wild ride for Floyd Mayweather. May, where uh, they may end up with bunk mates with OJ Simpson there in that the Nevada State prison system. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking for the world of boxing, mixed martial arts. This is the Sunday edition. Of course, we are Saturdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on the Sports Fireline Broadcast Network. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. This is the longest training fight to an history ring talk live worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're expecting to. Have Francisco Valcarcel, the president of the WBO, to be our guest in just about 15 minutes right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. So hook us up coast to coast, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look to the world of boxing.
6: Not all water is created equal, so take care of your body and drink Alchemy Water. Alchemy's unique formula includes alkaline, oxygen, and antioxidants, which boost your immune system and help your body achieve peak performance. If you're looking for a healthy, eco friendly alternative to sugary energy drinks, join the many pro athletes and celebrities who treat their bodies right and drink Alchemy Water. Visit alchemywater.com. That's A L K A M E Water.com.
0: Attention,
8: active duty National Guard Reserve and retired veterans. If you or loved one was injured while serving our country anytime after October 2001, you may qualify for up to $100,000 in tax-free cash TSGLI benefits, even if the injury was not related to military service. Also, if you have been denied VA disability benefits for a service-related issue, we may be able to help. To find out if you have a claim, call 888-606-9650. That's 888-606-9650. There's
3: only- one Mayweather. he must know that I'm not like no other fighter I can give it and I can take it there's only one Mayweather uh, I've been here before I know what it takes I don't want no excuses so I'm just going out there and, and be the same Floyd Mayweather I've been here before and I know what it takes he talks the talk and he walks the walk when it's lights camera action It's time to get the fans entertainment. The fans want to be entertained. I mean, when I'm home, I'm like anyone else. Walking to
6: the money land.
3: Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You only got two ways out, dead and feet first.
5: Check it 13 minutes past hour. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and of course, the American Forces Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez, and this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Let's talk some boxing results. The Floyd Mayweather news regarding his posse attacking two men, two ex-employees a couple of weeks ago. We'll get to that a little bit later in the show because that's going to be a humdinger. Anyway, the bottom line is last night in Puerto Rico, Danny Garcia made somewhat of a homecoming, a full blooded Puerto Rican young man born in Philadelphia. His father, Angel Garcia, of course, was born in Puerto Rico, as was his mother. And he returned, last, returned home last night to get a majority decision over Mauricio Herrera. Now, Herrera threw a lot more punches. Danny's jab wasn't all that hot as it was. I mean, Herrera had a pretty good jab and landed a few more punches, but they weren't telling blows. And uh, I didn't think Garcia looked great. I didn't think he lost the fight either, but some people thought he did lose the fight. Scores were 116-112. That was twice. And, uh, I mean, in 114-114, that made it the majority decision. Remember, if it was a split decision, one judge would go, for the other fighter, but it was a majority decision. It means two judges go with one fighter, and the third judge sees it even at 114, 114, or 6-6 six, six in rounds. And he was the bottom line is Garcia, now 28-0, no, 16 KOs out of Philadelphia. Uh, he's got to do a lot to improve his game. He's talking about messing with the best at 147 pounds, or maybe even 140 pounds. I mean, maybe Provodnikov, maybe Ruslan Provodnikov would uh, – Take, a, take care of Danny, or maybe the hard hitter from San Francisco right here in the city by the bay. I'm talking about Kareem Mayfield. Of course, Mayfield beat Herrera, what, seven, eight months ago, beat him convincingly. Mayfield now 18-0-1 and 11 KOs. Kareem, hard hitter Mayfield. Uh, but when he beat uh, Herrera, it was 97-93, 96-94, and 98-92. So he won a little bit more convincingly than Danny did. At the end of the day, though, Danny is still be – world 140-pound champion. Okay, now, if hard hitter Mayfield gets by Puerto Rican Thomas Dolome that's going to go down on the Sergey Kovalov-Cedric uh, Agnew HBO card. This April, we'll take that back. That's March 29th on HBO. If he can get by the Puerto Rican, it looks like he's headed to a shot with Danny Garcia for the world championship. Okay, Deontay Wilder, the heavyweight hope, six, foot seven, six foot eight, or close to it, um, I mean, he's a well-sculpted athlete, no question about it. I guess he can punch. He's got 31 knockouts and 31 fights. But, you know, last night, it smelled a little bit. It was smell sort of coming through your TV screen. What do I mean? Well, Deontay Wilder was booed after the replay was shown to the arena. Okay? I'm telling you the truth. He was a WBC title eliminator. And, of course, the two thousand eight Olympic bronze medals Wilder, as I said, 31-0, 31 clips, landed uh, – a seemingly not-so-devastating left hook that was blocked by Malik Scott. And then there was a right hand thrown afterwards, and Malik Scott, now 36 one with 13 KOs, he was toast. Just one minute and 36 seconds into the opening round. As I said, after watching the punches on replay, the first which was a totally nearly blocked left hook followed by a glancing right hand, hmm, I just don't know. Either, either put it to you this way, it goes down like this. Either Malik has the worst chin in the history of the heavyweight division, or something was on the up and up last night. That's a possibility. How about Juan Ma? Remember, I called him Dunma? I'm talking about Juan Manuel Lopez. Well, he got off the deck last night and once again knocked out uh, Daniel Ponce de Leon. I mean, he's coming back after three knockout losses, essentially two to Orlando Salito, one to Mikey Garcia. But he got himself in shape. He looked good. I mean, he's always been a fat guy between fights, but he really, really looked like he had dedicated himself to uh, getting in the condition here. Wasn't enough. It was a TKO winner in two over a Ponce de Leon, and this is what happened. Lopez hit the uh, Lopez hit the deck first, and then, boom, he came back with a left hook. The floor Del Leon it was now 45 to 6, 35 KOs. Wow. In the same round, the second round, and, of course, Luis, Luis a The referee jumped in. I thought he might have made a bit of a quit of an early stoppage, but he did stop the fight, and the fight was over. And the bottom line is Juan Manuel Lopez lives for another day. How about Tony Bellu, one of the most entertaining fighters in the uh, light heavyweight cruiserweight division out of the U.K.? He's only lost a couple of times, but, you know, when you get an opponent and the opponent comes to town and the opponent gets an opportunity to win, and he doesn't get this opportunity often. But when he gets the opportunity to win, when something happens, I mean, basically, when you're being brought in as the opponent, the matchmaker and the promotion that's putting on the fight is betting you're going to lose. That's what they're doing. They're betting you're going to lose, so they're bringing you in to fight their guy. Okay? But Bellu fought this rugged, rugged Russian. I mean, Valerie Rudoff was a tough, tough dude, man. And they went back and forth, and for the first, six and a half rounds, six rounds or so, was all bellow. Of course, he lost his last fight in IBF 175-pound contest with champion uh, Adonis Superman Stevenson, and he said he couldn't make 175 anymore, so now he's up to 200 pounds in the Cruiserweight division. And he looks a little soft, but I think he can get his act together as far as his body's concerned. It was his first fight, but as I said, six and a half rounds, he was whooping on his foe, okay? And then in the seventh round, Boom, he got clocked, and, I mean, he was in trouble. He was in trouble. And Rudolf here had this chance to finish him. I mean, it was like a golden opportunity like getting a lottery ticket in the fight, okay? And he didn't follow up on it. Instead, he hit him low. Rudolf hit Bello low, and the fight was stopped for two minutes for him to recover. Now, I don't believe in low blows, but, you know, low blows do uh, allow for a stoppage in the fight until the fighter's ready to continue. Well, two minutes later, Bello came out. The Liverpool lad. still wasn't all together after losing the 7th and the 8th round. He came back throwing a good jab, a few feints here and there, with some right hands and savage left hooks both to the body and hit. I mean, Tony was beating Valerie Rudolph up convincingly. The end came in the 12th round when they both threw left hooks and Bellows landed before the Russians and dropped Valerie for the more than 10 count. Seriously, an impressive outing for the Liverpool lads. Valerie Rudolph left the ring at 41-5, 28 KOs, but more importantly, he left the ring under his own power. Uh, Bella was now 21-2, and two, a draw on 13 KOs. Kell Brook was the winner across the pond, too. The undefeated welterweight that was born is a kill, Renzel Reed Brook. Now his name is just Kell Brook. Anyway, uh, 147 pounders, still undefeated now, 32-0, 22 KOs. Beat up on a punchless Fighter from Mexico, what I mean by punches is Alvaro Robles was like 17-2 with three knockouts. That's right, three knockouts. Not all that impressive whatsoever. The bottom line is Cal Brooks is busy and gets another win. Now, Hamas Ademic, wow, did he get lit up last night. Holy cow, NBC Sports uh, Network, the new network, fledging network, I should say, on cable, uh, Ademic's fought most of his fights on NBC, or most of the NBC fight cards have been featuring Thomas Ademic from New Jersey. Last night it was Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. But Ademic now 49 and three, 29 KOs, sort of been waiting in the talent pool of the heavyweight division since his move up to, this move up from cruiserweight in 2009. Okay, with an unbeaten mark outside of a loss to then co-champion Vitaly Klitschko and a draw, uh, Ademek dropped a unanimous decision to an ex partner last night, and I'll just call him Vi Glaskov, because his first name's a, a humdinger. 17-0-1-11, kals a score for 117-110. That's 9-3 in rounds with a 10-8 round. 117-111, 9-3 in rounds. And 116-112, 8-4 in rounds. Polish-born Edemic was the favorite going in. the draw in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania over the upstart from Ukraine who flat-out cleaned the polls clock from the start. Jabs, left hooks, right hands. Last talk just kept unloading on Edemic round after round with few exceptions. Don't forget, you can always check out the uh, global results as far as boxing is concerned and MMA at ringtalk.com. That's R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk.com. We expect to be talking with Francisco Paco Valcrescel in a minute or so. I'm talking about the president of the WBO. Yesterday was a special day for Paco. We'll talk about that and more in the next segment of the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 1 800 878 7529. That's 1 800 878 7529. Don't forget the website, ringtalk.com. That's R I N G E A L K ringtalk.com. So, still to come, the Floyd Mayweather scandal. Will he go to prison? Will he be for a long time? Will he get out of it? There's money talk. How come the Las Vegas press aren't jumping on this, huh? Why? Because Floyd's such a big draw; they don't want to draw any negative attention to the Sin City Strip. Straight up, Floyd may be the highest-paid athlete in the world in jeopardy of losing all of that and more because of two meetings that, uh, uh, that were dished out on a couple of ex-employees who thought to, who were thought by Floyd to have stolen some jewelry out of his house. It turned out not to be true, I'm told, and Floyd now knows it. But the bottom line is Floyd told these guys he wanted to meet with them, he met with them, he brought his posse with them, and that they beat him up. Now, there's some x-rays right now at ringtalk.com, pictures of x-rays from the alleged victims of the Floyd Mayweather posse beating. Check it out, ringtalk.com, that's R-I-N-G-E-A-L-K, ringtalk.com. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, Roll It, Cutty, and, of course, the American Forces Network.
2: 800-296-1360 Let us help you break your addiction to drug and alcohol before it's too late. This call is completely confidential and free. So if you have private insurance, take five minutes of your time. Call right now. I promise it'll change your life. 800 296 1325. 800 296 1325. 800 296 1325.
9: That's 800. Two nine six one three two five.
0: Would it bother you much if I worked a little longer?
9: I'll just
1: pull the door closed when you leave. Thank you.
3: If there's magic in boxing.
1: It's the magic of fighting battles beyond endurance, beyond cracked ribs, ruptured kidneys, and detached retinas. It's the magic of risking everything for a dream that nobody sees but you.
3: Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me.
2: I'm here and I'm ready. They're not bring it. Check it. This
5: is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeart Radio Network, and of course, the American Forces Network. Some of the featured stories at ringtalk.com, the website, R I N G T A L K, ringtalk.com, the website of yours truly, one of the Pioneers as far as combat sports, as far as the internet is concerned, having a website that went back to 1992. That's right, fighters.com. We had that together in 1992. And we had some of the feature stories: Jerry Corey, White Hope, or Golden Ear, White Hope of Golden Era. Big story on Corey. the end that wasn't pretty, and things like that. We did something on Canelo Alvarez, of course, getting 350,000 pay-per-view buys last week uh, when he took on. Alfredo Angulo, and as they're looking at the fight again, maybe Angulo was stopped a little early, but he was taking a lick, and then referee Tony Weeks had a choice to stop or to let the fight go, and the doctor pushed him to stop the fight, so if it, the guy got hurt, so he stopped the fight. There's also a, a three-part fight, uh, three part series uh, of articles on Alfredo Gomez and Lupe Pinto the best fight ever, and part four will be coming out tomorrow at ringtalk.com. But the story that's captivated everybody, oh, and another one, boxing commissioner, of course, Greg Serb, a guy that will be a guest on next week's show, talking about weigh-ins. He said weigh-ins of professional boxing are a joke, and he gets down about it. So that's the story on the website as well. But the big story is Floyd Mayweather, a suspect in a kidnap and beatings. Kidnap, I wouldn't call it kidnapping. When you set somebody up, though, and you tell them to meet you at a certain spot, and you're supposed to talk to them, and then you, like, detain them illegally by beating on them, um, yeah, I guess they can throw a kidnap charge in there, especially in Nevada. But he's a suspect in these vicious beatings. I'll put it to you like this. Floyd Mayweather allegedly or- orchestrated a savage attack on two of his ex-employees, suspected of stealing his bling, his jewelry. Now, TMZ broke, first broke this story. They learned from sources familiar with the situation that two men had been hired to work at Floyd's Las Vegas home. But when jewelry went missing, Floyd pointed the, fing- pointed the finger at them, We told the men claimed they were... Contacted, contacted several weeks ago and instructed to meet Floyd at an off-site location, not at his house. It was a setup for a beatdown. When the men arrived, they claimed Floyd was waiting for them, okay, along with a number of his people, a.k.a. posse, who proceeded to beat the living crap out of both these guys with various weapons, allegedly, including clubs. One source says the attack was so brutal, both men could have died. Uh, There were some broken bones involved, a couple of broken arms, uh, elbows, and things like that. So there were some heinous, heinous injuries suffered by these two guys. One report at TMZ called it was something like Breaking Bad. It was like, it was a Breaking Bad type of thing. But Floyd Mayweather, of course, he hasn't denied any of this shit, hasn't denied anything. I mean, he hasn't said anything. The, The Las Vegas press aren't saying anything. I mean... Dan Raphael of USA Today is not, I mean, ESPN.com, he's not saying anything. Why are these guys muted? Why why are they so quiet? I don't get it. Why are they so quiet? I mean, you would think that, you know, right now that they'd be on top of this. But, you know, Floyd Mayweather is the biggest draw in Las Vegas. He's good for the economy. They just don't want that kind of stuff out there. They really don't. Listen, it reminds me of the... Was it Ted Binion, the son of Benny Binion, the casino mogul? When he died in 1998 of a alleged heroin and Xanax overdose, his girlfriend, uh, I think her name was Sally Murphy, she was said to have choked him along with her boyfriend. And of course, they were convicted of murder in the first trial, and then that got some national play. But in the retrial, they were exonerated and cleared of all murder charges, but were uh, were were convicted of of some theft charges. They tried to steal some silver from. Ted Binion, he had, uh, he had <laughs> buried in the Power Rump Desert. Power Rump is about a city about 25, 30 miles from Las Vegas. But Ted buried like a few hundred thousand dollars of silver coins in the ground. And uh, Sally Murphy and her boyfriend tried to clip them up, close those together after Ted Binion died. Uh, that's where the theft charges came. But the, when they were exonerated in the, in the, uh, in the retrial, there was no mention of it in the Las Vegas News. They just didn't want to mention it. Okay. So this Floyd Mayweather thing, and as I said, I've got the x-rays up right now at Okay. Having received a slew of messages, though, from Floyd Mayweather fans saying you're so full of spit or you're just a Floyd hater, et cetera, all I can say is that having written for others to read for some 40-plus years now, only a fool would think I would be foolish enough to tangle with a millionaire who has a posse of attorneys in addition to thugs kind of behavior is what Floyd Mayweather is all about, folks. I mean, he beat those people up in that Grand Rapids, Michigan, his hometown, uh, in that pool hall when he kicked the guy in the head hit somebody over the head with a champagne bottle. He's beat beat on the wife, I mean, the wife of the mother of his children. I mean, the guy's a little bit off the wall. But his support group has been muted. The beating sustained by these two former Mayweather employees can at the very least bring about attempted murder and mayhem charges. So nobody's not saying anything. And some of Floyd's faithful claim that TMZ and Mayweather are running a PR game together. Yeah, right. When it's pretty obvious they were not. Hmm. Hate to be the first to tell you this, but it's possible that Floyd Mayweather may end up beating a top salad man of Chris Rock, of uh, comedian Chris Rock fame. Straight up, he goes to the pen. I'll have to put him in uh, solitary confinement for his own health and safety. You see, Floyd Mayweather is a studio gangster. And what I mean by a studio gangster is that A guy that's not really a gangster, but he thinks he is. He acts like a gangster. I mean, there's no reason for Floyd to be a gangster. I mean, he's got millions and millions of dollars. He's not living in the hood. He didn't come up broke living in Harlem or anything like that or in Watts or, you know, North Las Vegas or places like that. No, straight up, he grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I mean, his mother worked, and it was a decent, sustained family. But uh, Floyd didn't turn out all that well, as neither did his father. His father, of course, went to jail for crack. Uh, distributing crack and that put him in the pen and of course that's messed up his health but these x-rays here let me go through the injuries for you here um, a broken right pinky finger a broken left ulna ulna is a bone near the elbow a cracked right ulna multiple fractures in the left hand that required pins to reset the bones reports that the left arm one man was so badly beaten and broken that doctors had to drill into the bone and attach a titanium plate good lord Uh Floyd Mayweather, you guys. Kid you not. Now, he hasn't denied it. Las Vegas Press hasn't moved on it. Um, The mere fact that this is going around bounding about the world, and Floyd's not saying anything to me, is is ominous, at least for Floyd Mayweather, okay? I expect the Medina fight, though, to happen. And, of course, that's going to be in May in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand. Medina, of course, coming off a very good win over Adrian Broner, of course, was Floyd Mayweather's buddy. But, um... You know, it doesn't look like the Manny Pacquiao fight's ever going to happen because Floyd looks like he might be going to jail. Speaking of Floyd and Manny Pacquiao, last night I saw a tape where Alex Ariza, the former conditioning coach for Manny Pacquiao, said that Manny turned down the fight with Floyd Mayweather. Floyd offered him 40 and and said, let's negotiate. And uh, Manny just said no and hung up the phone and handed the phone off to somebody else. But the bottom line is Manny Pacquiao, Is now being tagged as the guy that didn't want to fight, even though I was saying that it was Floyd Mayweather who was, uh, you know, had the issues because he was talking about, oh, straight up it was steroids. He wanted drug testing. He wanted this. He wanted that, and I was all for him with that. I thought it was all cool. Now we find out from Alex Ariza. Can we believe Alex Ariza? I don't know, but at least he claims he's willing to claim on videotape uh, that uh, that Manny Pacquiao turned down the big fight with Floyd Mayweather. One eight hundred. 878 7529. That's 1 800 878 You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeart Radio Network, and the American Forces Network. TCP Nobody
3: can.
1: settlement or annuity payments but need cash now? Stop waiting years for your money. Now you have a better choice. We're Novation and we'll pay a large lump sum of cash in exchange for settlement or annuity payments. You get the upfront cash you need and let Novation do the waiting. Call our toll-free assistance line right now and get our free DVD that explains in easy-to-understand terms how you can turn future settlement or annuity payments into cash. At Novation we've helped thousands of people improve their lives. How? By listening to each each customer with respect and tailoring a cash solution that met their individual needs. Let Novation help you too. Call now and get your free DVD rushed to you today. Our specialists are standing by awaiting your call. Call 800 That's 800 541 Again, call 800 Simply call Novation toll-free at 800 and get your money when you
2: need it. or you simply don't have health insurance where you work and you need it, InSphere Insurance Solutions can help you. Our agents will help you find coverage you can afford. InSphere Insurance Solutions is an authorized agency in all 50 states, including the District of Columbia. Plans may not be available in all states. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. 800 614 1242. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
3: I'm getting tired of people running from me in the ring. Mike Tyson, uh, Holyfield, you a bunch of bums. Stand up and be
4: a man and fight a real fighter. Happy birthday to you. Happy
7: birthday
9: to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.
2: Happy birthday.
5: My next guest, he is the president of the World Boxing Organization. He turned 39, just like Jack Benny did for so many years yesterday, March 15th. Francisco Paco Barcarcel, a very good day to you, sir. Hey, how are you, Pedro? I'm here celebrating my 66, man. We have a <laughs> at home. No, we got, you. we got you a 39 forever, just like Jack Benny. That's what Jack Benny, never, he never got past 39. But I, I, Paco, but I can... how's life treating on your birthday? Hey, everything is fine. I can play 36 holes in the golf course, man. I'm, I'm okay. I'm in shape. Okay, that's good. Now, let's let's talk about the WBO and its conception. You were there at the start. Tell me about what it was like and why the WBO was created.
10: You know, Pedro, we have a lot of engineering organizations like, uh, like uh, sold out or like uh, beers or like uh, beverage or, or companies, but um, you need, you need a, an organization who can give a real opportunity to, to all, no matter who's a promoter who's not. And I uh, just think the merits and the. Uh, should, should use to give an opportunity to those fighters. And um, WBO was created because, you know, uh, uh, we broke with WBA uh, in 1988. And then. We, we started in, in Puerto Rico because they wanted to keep controlling Venezuela of, of all the uh, all the um, directors and uh, all the um, uh, they they were working for Central America not for for the rest of the world. And we we came back to Puerto Rico and, and we started
5: with WDO. Francisco Vargas so as our guest. They call him Paco World Round. So how was your trip to Europe? You went over to Europe. I saw you in the in the uh, uh, on the European television over there because you know we get all the European fights now on the internet. But they were looking pretty good. And of course, Stieglitz lost. It was a very very close, very controversial fight in some people's minds, how was it? Yeah, well, one of the judges
10: uh, was criticized by the uh, press because uh, he to, was too open on favor of Vera. I personally saw Abraham winning the fight, but was very close. Really, the knockdown at the end of the fight, the last round, uh, was very – that was a, that, that was a key point. Uh, Abraham won the fight in the last uh, 12, uh, 12 rounds when he put the stickies uh, down with the uh, left and uh, the right hand.
5: They fought three times. They may fight a fourth time. Who knows? Now, the uh, WBO yeah, heavyweight yeah, yeah, champion, Vladimir
10: Klitschko, when's his next defense? That, that was the, 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 the best rating on TV uh, in Europe for the last three or four years. That's why that it was really, really uh, watched by, by most of Europe, not, not, not just uh, Germany, the whole Europe. And um, they, um, the house was packed. You know, it was a, a full house. The Apple house there, of eight or ten thousand fans at the arena. It's more city mentality. That's the hometown of Tigris. and uh, for sure they're going to fight on the next uh,
5: fight because most promoters want, want, want uh the fight to take place. Perhaps. Okay, Francisco Varela. I guess they call him Paco, with the world around folks. He's the president of the World Boxing Organization, having succeeded the late Pepe Cordera. Pepe Cordero was quite a character, you know that? Uh, I I can't I can hear you Pedro. I said Pepe Cordera the, the the your your predecessor with the WBO he was quite a character, quite a guy to be around. Okay uh, Pepe Cordero was a guy behind the uh guys who who uh,
10: who came from Venezuela from Venezuela, from margarita to Puerto Rico uh, Pepe Cordero was you know, well not recognized because he, he was a guy who had control of WBO all, all the time. Uh and Pepe was a, a key guy when uh, they uh, uh when the uh they uh you know they stopped WBA there and decided to go to Puerto Rico and, and create WBO. Uh Pepe died a long time ago, you remember all the incidents all the uh People try to say that, 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 you know, a lot of stories about Pepe Goldero. But, uh, but you know, he, he's resting and uh, nothing happened after that.
5: Okay. Now, the Nevada State Athletic Commission has just made a ruling a couple weeks ago where they've banned testosterone replacement therapy. And you and I have talked about this and we've over the past couple of years about guys being able to take steroids legally with a doctor's prescription. Now, Nevada's uh, eliminated that. I think that's a good thing. What do you think? I'm against any anything out of uh, uh,
10: good training, uh, vitamins. Uh, uh, I, am, I am against uh, everything, pero I, I think that a lot of uh, that uh, anabolic and steroids they hurt the um, human being a lot. And, uh, you, could, you should be an natural. Right? You know, I, I hate that people use. Uh, to, to, uh, well,
5: unfortunately, to really, uh, this stuff is for real, and, and problems, everybody's. Yeah, a lot of people really are looking problems. to cheat. Yeah. Boxers have been caught taking it. Lamont Peterson, I guess he won't be fighting in uh, yeah. in Nevada anymore or ever again because of the fact they banned testosterone replacement therapy. One fighter of the UFC pulled out of a fight uh, in a couple of months with Chris Weidman for the World Middleweight Championship when Vitor Belfort, who was taking that testosterone replacement therapy, was told by Nevada he canceled. He just pulled out the fight. In other words, if he couldn't cheat. He wouldn't fight. We're talking with Francisco Paco Barcarcel, folks, of course, the president of the WBO, my good buddy. We had some fun over there in Budapest, and Don King was his usual self.
10: <laughs> yeah, but that was during the convention in Budapest. And, uh, you know, introduced, enjoyed being there with the president of the Republic of Hungary, who was president there. We shared the table, and it was very interesting you know, the conversation between Don King and the president of, of Hungary, of course, using his uh, interpreter who was there. But well, very nice. Don King is a good ambassador for for U.S.A. everywhere, good ambassador for the yeah. uh, U.S.A. We should send him to—no, we should send Donkin to Venezuela or to Ukraine, and, and for sure he will, he will do better than, than the guys who are working on that.
5: Francisco Paco worked ourselves on the line from Puerto Rico. And folks, of course, last night, Juan bon Manuel Lopez got his career back on track. The kid got himself in shape, huh? Well, let me
10: tell you, uh, he was lucky because Leon caught him with a, with a left hook and put him down. But Poncello has no defense, and he Walmart came back and hit him hard, too. Uh, but I, I think that both, uh, you know, they are in the... Uh, I don't want to, to ask anybody for retirement. You know, I, I, I respect that. But both are very far from
5: the fight that they used to be. Hmm. I, I got a good question for you. We'll talk with Paco Bacarcel, folks here, renowned and esteemed president of the World Boxing Organization. Now, Juan Manuel Lopez was the winner, but Orlando Salido had fought Juan Manuel Lopez a couple of times and beat him. He came in overweight a couple weeks ago for a WB 126-pound fight, and he abused Vasil Lomachenko, I thought, with a lot of low blows, and he just roughed him up. I mean, it was a rough introduction and only his second pro fight for the two-time world Olympic champion. But the bottom line is I thought that he purposely came in overweight. And, you know, back in the day, Paco, we used to cancel fights when guys came in overweight. And now they don't cancel fights anymore. And I think the guys should be faced with the prospect of a cancellation. They were losing a lot of money, not just losing a bit of their money. Uh, what are we going to do about that?
10: You know, I think, uh, you know, I I. IBM, for example, they got a limit, way limit. Uh, but um, I think that the the uh, guy who negotiate uh, contracts, when they have that, that uh, situation, they negotiate something like uh, you must pay more money. If you go, you come all the way to a fight, because that's the, the only way you can stop the uh, the garish, that, ish, that uh, you know, that way of of, of, uh, of people doing sometimes on purpose, sometimes uh, because they can make a way like in Salido's case. But I uh, you, I think that the local commissions or the uh, guys who negotiate the contracts should negotiate. Uh, uh, conditions in which they uh, find the 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 uh, guy who come overweight and pay uh, good money good money like uh for example when Mickey Garcia went overweight he paid about 150000 dollars more uh, and then one agreed to fight
5: but they got it the, that they, they were negotiated but they have something in the control Paco, but back in the day, and the only fighter I can remember coming in over way, you were at that way, and what was, Wilfredo Gomez was a little heavy that morning for Salvador Sanchez, of course, that was September of 1981, that's so how far back we go, but, you know, I, I, in the old days, guys didn't, they made weight, it was, it was like, it's part of your code, part of your creed, it's like when you're a doctor, you're a doctor, and you're meant to heal people, and you're a lawyer, you're meant to defend people. And when you're a fighter, you're meant to make weight. Yeah, I, I
10: agree with you, Pedro, and that's professional. You should be professional. But sometimes you can make the weight. You know, in uh, in the Salido's case, for example, Sean was and Salido, I, I talked to both uh, the day before the the day of the weighing before the weigh-in because they informed me that uh, Salido, you know, it, uh, it can make the weight. And Salido talked to me in Spanish, and he said, Paco, I'm sorry, boy, I did my best, but I'm sorry, I can't, I can't. I'm too big now, and old, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm bigger. I'm bigger. I'm going to move to 130 or 135 pounds. And I, I know that happened, but, uh, uh, you know, Pedro, that's a responsibility of the trainers and the uh, – you have to be professional. That's something like uh, when I go to court, I'm a lawyer, I, I go prepare. I read my, I, I do my homework. I read the, the cases jurisprudence, the students, everything, and I'm prepared. I can go. I can go there without reading my, my papers and, and and the and the files. But the file should be like that, you know. If you got a commitment to weigh 126, it's because you know that you can make 126, and then you manager and you trainers and everybody knows you promoted that you can make 126. Because it's uh, you know doing the doing all the things means that you are not a professional. And I you know I I like to I like I prefer to think that everybody's professional mm-hmm. or will be professional.
5: Paco, go on.
3: Paco, at, at you th- you when,
5: when you talk about legacies, this and that, what do you think your legacy is going to say in your tenure with the WBO? What do you think? Uh. <laughs>
10: That's a $64,000 uh, question, uh, Pedro. Uh, but I, I want to be remembered as a, a guy who tried to do something for boxing and not because he wants to make money in boxing.
5: Well, I understand that. You've, you've done a great job as far as the WBO is concerned. You do a lot of high-risk high risk youth outreach with your charitable contributions. Is that mainly in Puerto Rico or you do that around the world? You know, we are doing that over in around 25, 30 countries
10: around the world. And um, as a matter of fact, I received a a call today from a a principal in school in Costa Rica because we donate $10,000 for a fence there, you know, just for the uh, materials they use, concrete and uh, all this stuff, Uh, because now the kids are not receiving drugs. The barrio was in the border of the school, and I received that call that, uh, that from Costa Rica. I'm very, very proud. We are, we are doing a lot of social work all around the world, uh, working with the kids in the gym, scholarships, helping, you doing other stuff. Now we're sponsoring a, a track and field uh, day in Puerto Rico with, uh, for about 500 kids from all uh, Puerto Rico and the Antilles. And you know it's uh, it's something nice because you use the money you generate uh, from boxing and you invest in the in the use of of different of these different countries and if we save one or two or ten or one hundred or one thousand kids from not to be a pusher or a drug dealer in in a corner in his own hometown then we 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 have to feel great because we do, we are at the at the end we for the society and for
5: the work okay last question for Francisco Paco Sal, the president of the WBO why why not tell me tell my listeners why 15 round fights are bad you know, because
10: uh, you are the only one who supports 15 rounds <laughs> that's the only reason you know I prefer to have 10 instead of 12 okay I think 12 is too much Okay.
3: All the best, but you. I, happy but birthday, I, I, my I friend. But I, understand
10: you, you, your position. Like uh, I, under, I don't know if you, uh, you are the one who recommended the the way, in, the way, the day of the of the fight. Uh, but you know, I, 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 I remember when I was with Fredo Gomez in 1980. I was his lawyer, and I, I remember the all the uh, that that days when Gomez was uh, you know drinking tea three days to make 122 pounds and uh he had to wait the, the, the day of the, of the he had to wait for the day of the fight uh, the day before the fight to, for the day of the fight in the morning to eat something after after 9, 9, 9 a.m and I don't want to go back to that time but that was too hard and I leave that personally you know I was living that with, with in the 80s and I don't
5: want to go back to to that uh, to that era Okay. Paco, happy birthday. Continued success with the WBO. And now it's approaching 27 years. Say hello to my lovely friend Doris for me, and I will talk to you real soon. <laughs>
6: Protective insurance specialist is a referral service that connects you to a licensed agent. Availability,
8: waiting periods, and limitations vary by state. Not major medical. Certain plans require association membership.
4: After my husband passed away, we couldn't pay the mortgage, make car payments, or pay bills. Sometimes even having enough food was a problem. All of a sudden, our financial security, gone.
8: You've made plans for the future. College for the kids. Retirement. Have you thought of the unexpected curves life can throw at you? Ask yourself, what if... Now more of Ring
3: Talk with Pedro Fernandez
5: Well folks, this is the Boxing Hour the wrap up of the next hour on the Sports Byline Broadcast Center will be all about of course, Mets, Martial Arts, the USC etc. So next time keep your hands up, keep your chin down but most importantly, keep that butt of yours off the canvas of life. I'll see you next
8: time.
0: With IRN USA Radio News, I'm Precious Watson. Crimeans voted Sunday in a referendum